Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Narcissists will often use their past trauma or their childhood abuse as a way to develop empathy that you give them. As a way for you to think that they need your help. As a way to make you think that you need to save them or you need to fix them. Don't let the toxic person in your life, don't let their trauma of childhood end up pulling you down because of your empathy and your wanting to help them. Don't let that keep you in an abusive relationship. You see, with a narcissist, there is a lot going on underneath the surface. There's a lot in the head of a narcissist. There's a lot of shame. There's a lot of self-doubt. There's a lot of um, pushing themselves down or like that victim mentality, thinking that everything around them is not their fault, but everybody is out to get them. Like whatever it might be, there is a lot going on underneath the surface. And I don't say that for you to be sympathetic. I say that so you understand what actually is going on underneath the surface. So I, I wanted to read a little bit to you today. I um, wanted to read again from this one book that I've been going through, When Narcissism Comes to Church. Okay, And it's got a really good quote here about narcissism and about the inner drama that's going on. Okay, Few know that the inner drama of one who suffers from narcissism. Few can empathize with the desperate need to connect to something, anything, when narcissism's bite penetrates and wounds. And yet only by tending to the inner wound can one truly heal from it. The little boy or girl within is wounded. And the well-crafted narcissistic false self provides a shield to protect the child. But the child longs to be known. And I'm convinced, based on my work with narcissists, that the protective false self is weary and longs to be done with the charade. That being said, as I regularly am reminded in my work with those who've been abused by narcissists, the narcissist's story of woundedness is never, ever an excuse for their abuse. Narcissists are not above using their story or perceived victim status as an excuse and a means to manipulate. Those who are drawn into the gravitational pull of narcissism may even enable the narcissist by letting him off the hook for his behavior. We look beneath the waterline as means of understanding, even empathizing, but never excusing narcissistic behavior, particularly in its most abusive forms. But we need to recognize the complex psychological dynamics at work in the narcissist, in doing so, we're equipped for awareness, self-protection, and with wisdom and discernment, empathy. I thought that was a really interesting quote because you'd be surprised how many times a narcissist uses their past trauma and uses their childhood or the abusive nature of things growing up in their lives. And they'll use that as a connecting point and they'll use that as a play to be able to get you to give them empathy. Because when you give them empathy, they start to realize that you're on the hook. You're there engaged. You're there trying to help. You're there trying to fix, trying to save. And as a result, they start thinking, hey, 
this person is locked in. And this narcissist starts using that to be able to control, to be able to manipulate, and to be able to justify and excuse their bad behavior. They might take it back to, it wasn't my fault because of my childhood. Or, this is the tendency I have because of my upbringing. Or, because I wasn't close with my mom. Or, I wasn't close with my dad. Or, because of, and they'll list off a bunch of reasons of why their behavior is justified. Abuse is never justified. No matter what. Abuse is abuse, and you need to make sure you understand that because otherwise you'll take a look and you'll be like, oh, it's just it's just how they are. Like they just have low empathy. Like they just don't connect well with other people. That's why they're raging at me. That's why they're screaming at me. That's why they're cheating on me. And you're trying to find ways to justify it. And you're trying to find ways to be able to say like, hey, this is what's going on when in reality there's not a justification for abuse. If you're in one of those relationships, you need to be careful and you need to look for the red flags so you can make sure that you're not going to be abused or maybe that you're not being abused already. That abuse often is easily identified when it's physical. When it's emotional or mental, sometimes it's a lot harder for people to understand or wrap their minds around. Maybe the fact that you've been in this relationship for a period of time and you're always apologizing for the other person and for what they did You don't realize like, oh, this might be a form of emotional or mental abuse. Maybe the fact that you can never express your feelings or your thoughts or concerns because it's too much for the other person. Maybe that's just another form of emotional manipulation or abuse. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So when you're looking at it, you might look at the narcissist and say like, oh, like this person's been through so much. Like I understand that, but it doesn't justify. I feel like a lot of people try to justify it by what they know of the narcissist and what they know of their past behaviors, of their past life, of their past world that they lived in. But oftentimes that past world is fake. There's a lot of narcissists that lie about anything and everything. They'll lie about who they were with, what they did, what they accomplished, what jobs they worked, what vocation they were in. Like anything like that, you'll start seeing like a pattern of those lies over and over and over again. And they never reveal who they actually are. And as a result, you're left trying to understand a shell of a person and not able to know what's actually going on, what's right, what's wrong, what's true, what's not. And then narcissist just confuses you more and more and more. But when you look at that, the narcissist has a desire to be known, a desire to be loved. But they put so much protection around it. They put so much anger around it. They put so much like coming at you and and attacking you and gaslighting you and lying to you and manipulating you to try to avoid the fact of being vulnerable and being honest. And I don't say that to promote empathy for the narcissist. I don't say that to promote an awareness of like, oh, you should keep hanging on, you should wait, and they might change. I don't say that at all. 
If you've heard any of my channel before, you know I believe in honest vulnerability and consistent change. If a narcissist doesn't have those two things, they don't really care. The majority of the time, that's the case. They don't really care. So no matter what's going on below the surface, no matter what's going on in the past, no matter what's been the habits or what's been formed over years and years of abuse or trauma or anything like that that the narcissist has experienced, it still doesn't justify abuse. The problem is a lot of times you will end up justifying abuse by saying it's okay because of this reason, by saying it's all right because of their past, by saying it's okay because they have low levels of emotion. What you need to stop doing is stop justifying someone else's abuse on you and start facing the facts, start facing the truth and the reality of the situation and understand, hey, abuse is abuse and I need to make sure that I live my life with those boundaries, with those clear borders so that I don't get abused by another person. It's not easy. And when you start realizing you set boundaries in all aspects of your life, your life starts to completely change. You see, because boundaries aren't for the narcissist. Boundaries are for you. Boundaries are for you to say, hey, this is the level of shit that I'll put up with. After that, this is going to change. This is going to be the consequence. This is going to be the deciding factor, the moving point, the pivotal moment that says, hey, I'm no longer going to continue down this road. That doesn't just mean together. That could mean in conversation. That could mean in lending money. That could mean in just about anything. And as you learn to put more boundaries in your life that are healthy boundaries, you learn to start putting those in relationships that are already healthy, that are already good of that person that comes up to you and like wants to add to your plate with something else and it's a good project, it's a good idea and you're excited about it, but you're like, hey, at this moment in time, I don't have the capacity to be able to put that on my plate. And at the very least, I can't put that on my plate without taking something off. And it's so easy to, to miss those opportunities, to miss those moments because we don't have good boundaries in place. And we just go from one thing to the next. We add more. We continue on. We don't have good consequences for the toxic people, but even for the healthy people. So when you think about narcissists and you think about the, the scared little boy inside, what I want you to remember is while that invokes empathy in you and that evokes the idea of maybe helping that person or healing that person or being there for them or helping them through their journey to change and grow, it does not justify abuse. If you're justifying abuse today, I want you to wake up and take a step back and focus on you, your growth, your development, your health, your safety. What can you do today to continue to grow and change to be the best version of you and to say, hey, I'm going to set boundaries in my life so that I'm not abused and so that I'm not taken advantage of, but that I can live my life with healthy boundaries, taking me to the goals I want to go to, to the goals that I'm supposed to go to, and not letting another person sidetrack that or hurt me along the way.